Hi there, welcome to the Restoration of Women's Virtues podcast. This is Christmas week and I have a special surprise for us. Join me. Hi there, I've got a special surprise for us today, but before we get into our program, I just want to remind you that we can be found on YouTube. We can be found at the Restoration of Women's Virtues on YouTube or womensvirtues.com on our webpage. And you can find uh, previous episodes where we've uh, been discussing different, different things, especially the purpose, position, and power of the woman. So today, uh, my special surprise is my husband. I brought him to vouch for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this all started, Mary Jean, because... Well, I didn't tell him your name. Oh. My husband is Jack Pigeon. Oh. And he, he and I both pastored the church, but it was his vision Amen. of West Houston Christian Center, which started in our home and uh, is now in the hands of our son and daughter-in-law. Amen. And so... Amen. Welcome, Jack. But Pastor you. Jack, thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you. But what started all of this was when you asked the Lord... What did he want you to do as a female? And I thought that's really neat that restoration of women's virtues, that's what God intended for you to minister mm-hmm. was the role of the female. Uh, female image kingdom. of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So yeah. this is exciting. The restoration of women's virtues. Yes. Amen. And this is Christmas week. And we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Amen. Amen. And um, we were going to look at some vignettes that I did years back. I used to be on KSBJ. Uh, I had 90-second vignettes that we, we did. And several of them are about Mary or about Zacharias and Elizabeth. And so we wanted to share those with you today. And I, w- I wanted Pastor Jack to help me do that. Amen. So They're you were, great. These are <clears throat> great little teachings. You were talking about the 400 years Remember yeah, earlier. what's exciting about Christmas time, Luke, it's 400, before that, 400 years, there's no prophetic voice of God. It's called the dark ages. And just yeah, to think true. that after 400 years, it all comes back to faith. I mean, here you've got a little maiden yeah. uh, going to get married to, to uh, Joseph, and an angel appears to her. And she said, have it be done unto me. That's just crazy. That was a strong Strong. level of faith. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Especially after 400 years of silence. 400 years of silence. Amen. But uh, she found favor. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But she found favor because she trusted God. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. And what we want to do is sort of discuss from the male-female perspective uh, what it was. uh, These were human beings that God was... uh, Encouraging or speaking to or influencing, let's put it like that, to, to hear his, to, to obey his will. And then their, their obedience, small steps of obedience adding together, we have our great salvation today because of that. Amen. And it was, it was <coughs> prophesied. So every young, uh, yeah. married woman thought, Oh, I'm going to be the mother of the, of the baby of they Messiah. All were, they were all were. <laughs> Out trying out for it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But Mary found favor. You know, why did Mary find favor? Because she was God? looking for it. She 
He pleased God. You know, when Amen. you're looking for the Lord, you'll find him. I know through the years, people have come up to me and said, uh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to commit the unforgivable sin. I said, if you don't want to do that, you won't do no. that because the Holy Ghost won't let you do that. He's there to help you. Good. So you won't do that. So as long as it, it's important to you that you not do it and you're willing to, to take the steps that he gives you to not do it then you don't need to worry. That's good. He's going to see that you do what's right. Well, I thought I would read a couple of these vignettes and we could kind of relate. Relate. I'll read this first one, Mary, the mother of Jesus. And uh, uh, we can kind of try to relate to her as a human being at that time with what they knew. I mean, when you when you talk about how the, the, dark, the dark ages that they didn't hear anything from God, it wasn't like there was a great revival going no, on. No, no. When, when she uh, was asked to do this. But this one says, <clears throat> Have you ever wondered what it must have been like to be Mary, Jesus' mother? It's so easy to read the Bible today and have the full story all at one time, but it didn't happen that way for Mary. In Luke 1, we have the angel bringing the message to Mary that she was to bring forth the Messiah. Now, as I understand it, in anticipation of the coming Messiah, every woman dreamed of being the one chosen by God. So what made the difference in Mary's life and why was she chosen? In verse 28, the angel says to Mary, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. And in verse 30, in verse 30, he again says to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You know what I think? I think Mary was doing what the Proverbs say. Amen. He who diligently seeks good finds favor. She was seeking good and finding favor. That's Proverbs eleven twenty seven. I think she was believing in the favor of God for her, and she had faith to be a handmaiden of the Lord. If it's possible to please God, if it's impossible to please God without faith, Mary had to be exercising faith. Amen. And just like Noah. She found favor in the eyes of the Lord because she was looking for it and believing for it. Remember, it says in the scriptures that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So it's not like God looked at them and favored them. It's like they looked up and saw the favor in God, in his eyes. They Amen. saw it in his eyes and seeking after him. If we're in Christ, God has lavished his favor upon us. So we too, like Mary, can receive the message Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. <laughs> this is a great season to rejoice Amen. and to focus on the lavished favor of God upon our lives. Amen. And it says that the favor came because of Proverbs eleven twenty seven. He who diligently seeks good yeah. finds favor. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. When you're looking for the good, you'll Amen. find the favor Amen. of God in it. Amen. Hmm. I have to brag on my husband here because he is a very positive. To him, the glass is half full, half empty. And to me, oh, no, how's that go? It's half <laughs> full. It, to him, that glass is half full. <laughs> to me, it's half empty. <laughs> I balance out his his positiveness with my negativeness. He's He's very positive. You're very good at that. I think it's sort of tongue-in-cheek, ironic, funny. That God put the two of us together. Thank you, Lord. We're going to be married 54 years. This week. Yeah. Well, we were married 54 years, the week of the 16th. This is the week of the 23rd. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. 
54 years. 54 years. years. How many months was that, Pastor Oh, Jeff? over 600 and something months. <laughs> I think it sounds longer Amen. at 54 years. Amen. So, anyway. So, I'm just thinking as women, uh, too, and we relate to Mary, she was a human being. And like I said, all of this didn't come to her in one big day. She didn't have the scriptures to go back and look and see what all, what all, how, how this adds up. Or she didn't have the dot to dot to dot to connect the dots with. She was living it out one step at a time, Amen. one day at a time. Well, this was just one, one moment when, when An angel. the angel mm-hmm. uh, came in and spoke to her. That's, that's, to me, that's amazing. Um, she heard him. You know, and God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So He's still speaking to people today, yes. and He's just looking for someone. He's looking for some Marys, diligently seeking good. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the favor is upon us, and uh, yeah, it's all about obedience. It's all about hearing the word and acting on it. Right, hearing the word and acting on it. Hearing God and obeying God. Amen. Hearing and obeying. Actually, it's a. Um, um, we were talking er- earlier about the power of worship. You know, just the power of worship is, is uh, there's intercessory prayer. Prayer and worship is a safe place to be in the days that we live in. You would call these dark days mm. in the sense of um, the darkness around us. Deep darkness is covering the earth. But we can arise and shine through prayer. And remember, Jesus said, pray that you enter not into temptation. He didn't say, uh, ask me and I won't let you go into temptation. <laughs> He's saying when you're praying, you won't enter into temptation. You'll have the right attitude about things. So do we want to read the next one? Amen. Or the next one? Well, you can't leave out any of them. They're all okay. good. Oh, well, they're all good. Have you read the story of Jesus' birth lately? This is Ma- Mary's miraculous message that she got. Just the other day, I was reading it again, the part where the angel came to Mary and told her she would have a child. And behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be, and will call, be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there'll be no end. That's good news right there. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This isn't a... Uh, th- this isn't something that's going to change in four years and you have to get reused to a whole new person. When you get to know this person, you're getting to know that forever. Although she stammered around a little with it. No, I'm sorry. I jumped a paragraph. This kingdom, there will be no end. Of course, Mary was in awe and why not? First, she sees an angel and then he gives her such an overwhelming message. Can't you imagine her state of mind? Let's face it, this was not a normal day in Mary's life. Although she stammered around a little with it, I'm sure glad she accepted the message that God had for her and was faithful to her call. Our salvation depended on it. It's really no different today. God has a message just as miraculous for each one of us, for each one of us. And if we will accept it, and as Mary allowed the seed of God into her womb and brought forth Jesus, we also can allow the seed of God's word into our hearts and bring forth Jesus. So God has a, um, as much 
a miraculous message for all Thank each you, one Lord. of us. Thank you, Lord. Every day. Amen. Hear it, believe it, and then act on it. Amen. Yeah. That's, that's why we're here today is because Mary acted on it in faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think back on, um, was one of these, I want to go ahead and read that, is, um, oh, wait a minute. I want to read the one about the women's movement. <laughs> I always like that one. Mary and Joseph. This is about Mary and Joseph, a male and a female, a man and a woman. Just think, it was back in the, these are human beings, a male image of God, a female image of God, and how God caused them to work together and bring forth the anointing, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is Mary and Joseph. Have you ever thought about the relationship between Mary and Joseph, Jesus' parents? Somehow when we read the Bible, we don't always capture the human side of the people. But you know, Mary and Joseph were just people. She was a female. He was a male. They had their differences like we do today. What if Mary had been caught up in the woman's movement of her day and had determined in her heart that she didn't have to submit to anyone? What if she had her jaw stuck out there and said, <laughs> I'm going to do it my way? Possibly she wouldn't have been willing to ride a donkey all the way to Bethlehem with Joseph. Therefore, the prophecy wouldn't have been fulfilled. Or she wouldn't have been willing to let Joseph lead her to Egypt after the baby was born and the child would have been killed. I'm grateful Mary had a submissive spirit, aren't you? Mary conceived, incubated, and brought forth the seed of God. Joseph provided and protected it once it was here, once he was here. God spoke to Mary getting the seed here. And he spoke to Joseph, keeping him here. Mary and Joseph working together as male and female, bringing forth Jesus. Hmm. That's just what God intends today. <laughs> That's just how God intends it to work today. Amen. But you know, the Bible says that she was betrothed to Joseph, which really meant they were, they were married, in, in but they had, they had no sexual relations in that betrothal. At that time. At that trothal, mm -hmm. I like the vignette, Mary Jean, that you did. How can this be since I know not a man? She didn't say since I'm not married because she was married, but she said, how can this be since I know not a man? This is the normal side of us. Uh, just like Nicodemus, you know, how can I be born again? Do I go back in my mother's womb? Well, Mary is very, very natural. And she said, how can this happen? I know the process. I know how it happens. And I've never been with a man before. Mm -hmm. You know, she was pure. That, 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 that's awesome right there. Mm -hmm. uh, this is all Mary could think of to say as the angel stood there, having just delivered to her the message from God that she would conceive in her womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. That's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. Possibly a 14 to 15 year old girl yeah, right. to be told by an angel, you will conceive and have a son and he's going to be the savior of the world. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go get some dessert. And you know, now. <laughs> I don't know if in the back of her mind she's thinking about. What's Joseph going to think about this? Yeah. How right. am I going to break this news yeah. to Joseph that it's the Holy Ghost? <laughs> but God made a way. God had already spoken to, to Joseph. 
when it's making me think though the the how important it is um just we how important it is for us to do what we think God is speaking to us to do because there's someone on the other side i I think of Jesus crossing the 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 sea of Galilee and the storm coming and um he, they went on a cross because the guy was waiting to be delivered on the other Amen. side. Amen. So there's there's something there's something on the other side of of your trial. There's somebody that needs to hear your testimony. Somebody needs to hear from you. There's you have salvation for somebody, and so uh, I just encourage you if you're in the midst of a trauma time, if you're in the midst of some darkness right now, there's still there's life in that darkness. And, and God wants you to search him out and he'll show you what exactly what to say. Be careful what you say when you're in the midst of darkness. And he, he wants to show you exactly what, what word he's going to use to deliver you out of that darkness. But just know that he is. He always leads us in his victory in Christ and wants to manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of God in every place. So I just want to encourage someone that's listening to this right now on that. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Are we going to end this section and start another section? Yes, we are. Amen. We're trying to keep them a little bit short (laughs) so you can can watch them easier. Stay tuned. So we do want to wish you a Merry Christmas in case we don't see you next time. Oh, and let me also say uh, this this Saturday night is our Christmas Eve service at 6 o'clock. Come. It's just going to be a real short time just coming together and uh, just giving thanks to God. And Amen. then, of course, Sunday morning here at West Houston Christian Center at 1030, we'll be having our, our Christmas service. Amen. We'd love to see you. Amen. God bless you.